All right, so we'll say let's begin. The morning today's daf is Samech Gimel. We're going to begin. We're going to begin by Samech um, Beis on the base four lines from the bottom. So Tanya, Tanya Achirim Omrim. So the Achirim say, Tiktim Mulim LaArelim. So we'll say, and we're still with our Mulim and Arelim situations over here. So now what happens? I go ahead and and I shecht the the carbon, and with the intention I put the mulim, I put I do it for circumcised and uncircumcised people. So I I have in mind first the mulim and then the arelim. Kosher, the carbon is good. Arelim le mulim. However, if I first have intent for arelim and then mulim, so possible, then the carbon is not good. It says the gemara, what's going on over here? Naishna mulim la arelim be kosher. So why is it that if my kavana first is for the mulin and then the arelim, the carbon is kasher? The kula arla ba'inon v'leka. As I will say, we've established yesterday, the only time that the kavana for the arelim really poses a problem is when? Is in a situation where lemaisa, I have full kavana for the arelim. That's when ultimately, that's when ultimately the arelim poses a problem. However, again, in this particular situation, because I first have kavana for the mulin, and then the arelim, therefore it's not kul arelim, therefore the carbon's okay. So the says, but one second, if that's the case, arelim le mulin nani kula arla ba'inan v'leka. But I will say, if that's the case, that any time, as long as I'm not having full kavana for the arelim, and somebody else is uh, mixed in there as well, somebody else is mixed in there as well, that it doesn't that it doesn't compromise the carbon. So even if I have kavana for the arelim first and then the mulin, I'm still not having full kavana for somebody who's possible. To which the Gemara says, top of Samachimel, Lema Kasavri Achirim Eina Lishrita Elabasos. So also listen to this. So the Gemara therefore suggests maybe uh, maybe the Achirim hold the following the following shita. Let's say there's there's an interesting interesting machlokes about when does the act of shita when, does, when, when halachically is the act of shechita having considered to have occurred? Is it at the beginning of the shechita? Is it at the end of the shechita? Is it the entire act of shechita from beginning to end? And of course, this has many different ramifications. Many ramifications, for example, let's say somebody who's not fit for shechita began the shechita, but someone else finishes off the shechita. You know, so all the, so when, when is the act of shechita considered to have occurred? So the Gemara wants to suggest over here that the Achirim hold, The truth is, the act of Shechita is only considered to have occurred when? At the end of the act. So at the end of the act, okay, but we're not finished. And they also hold in accordance with the opinion of Rava. What does Rava say? So we'll say, Rava is referring to over here, look at Rashi for just a moment. Gabe Tafus. Lashon Rishon. So, also, if you remember, again, we had a few days ago in Machlokis Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Yossi that if a person makes multiple statements, ultimately, which statement do we look at? Do we look at the first statement? Do we look at the last statement? Do we look at both statements? So, we Machlokis Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Yossi. So, Rabbi says that this Machlokis still exists. Therefore, listen to this. Hilgach. Hikdim mulim la'arelim. So, if when a person goes ahead and makes a declaration, he says that I'm having in mind four mulim and then arelim, mulim chaylim, arelim lo chaylim. Then Lamaiser say we say that we go with his first kavana, his first kavana, and his first kavana was four mulim, and therefore again we assume that the carbon is going to take place for the mulim and after the arelim. 
hiktim arelim lemulin. However, again, if he went ahead and and put the arelim before the mulin, then arelim chaylim mulin lo chaylim. And therefore, again, if he went ahead and he, so, according to this approach, the Gemara is essentially suggesting is that we pretty much look at the first thing he said, and therefore the first thing he said will go ahead and create the chalos shim. Will create will create the identity of the carbon. So if he said mulin first, then good. If he said arelim first, then not good. Amar Rabbah, so Rabbah says no. Lo the olam kasavi achirim yeshna l'shchita mitchila va'atzol. So we'll say in reality. In reality, the Achirim hold that Lemaisa, the act of Shechita, is you have to look at the act in its entirety. You can't just look at the act in the beginning or in the end. You have to look at the act in its entirety. I, what are we dealing with over here? Kegon Shagamar Belibol Tavas. What's this very interesting? So, what's the case here? The case here is where the person who was shackling the carbon had in mind for both Mulan and Arelim. In his heart, he had in mind for both of them. Now, also, we've already established before that if you have in mind for Mulan and Arelim, then what? Then the truth is the carbon is okay. Well, according to the carbon is okay. So the case over here is, so cognitively, so to speak, I have in mind both for Mulan and Arelim. But, but, Bahotzi Mipiv, Bahotzi Mipiv, La Arelim, Velo Hispik Lomar La Mulan, Ad Shignigmara Shchita Ba Arelim. So I'll say, listen to this. So that's the case. I have in mind both for Mulan and Arelim. But what did I articulate? I articulated that I'm doing it for Arelim. And I meant to also say I'm doing it for Mulin. But the Shechita was over before I had a chance to articulate that it's also for the Mulin. So now again, my Kavane is for both. My speech was only for Arelim. And now, but again, only because I ran out of time, the Shechita was over. And here is the Machlokas. The Rabbi Meir, now we'll say Rabbi Meir is the Achirim. Meir is the Achirim. That's why the Gemara is not switching up identities over here. So Rabbi, Rabbi Meir's Savar, Lo Ba'inon Piv Velibo Shavin. So Rabbi Meir holds, literally, that we don't require his mouth and his heart to be equal. Now, what does that mean practically? Look at Rashi. Rashi's down in the, in the wider lines. Not the widest ones on the bottom, but towards the middle. Lo Ba'inon Piv Velibo Shavin. Bahalach Achar Piv. Rabbi Meir, i.e. Achirim, holds, we go after his mouth. The Ika Kula Arla, the Afapi Shalohayabalibo Element Sasa. So Bolsa Rimeir says, listen, we can't worry about what you're thinking or we have to go after what you say. And even though we believe you that you had intent for both Arelim and Mulin, at the end of the day, what did you say? At the end of the day you said you spoke about Arelim and not Mulin. Therefore, Abosai, the Achirim in the Braisa say that that's what it means. Hiktim Arelim Lamulin means ultimately you went ahead and all you articulated was Arelim. So Rabbi Meir, Achirim say, we go after what you say, we cannot take into account what you think. The Rabbanon, sorry, the Rabbanon say no. But Inon, Piv, Belibo, Shabbin. And the Rabbanon hold that no, we say, quite literally, that your mouth and your heart have to be equal, which is another way of saying about say that we do take into account what, you, what you're thinking. And if at the end of the day your Kavana was both from Mulin and, Ach- and, and, and Arelim, even if what? Even if you only articulated, only if you only articulated Arelim, that would not invalidate the carbon. To which the Gemara says, So is that true that Rabbi Meir says that we go after what you say? We don't worry about what you're thinking. I or Minus, the Gemara quotes Akasha, is another interesting case. Hamiskaven Lomar Truma, 
Meister. So say, let's say a person had in mind to designate a certain certain batch of his produce for truma, and he made a mistake and he called it Meister. Meister, Va'amr Truma. Or he wanted to make something Meister, but he made a mistake and he designated it as Truma. Or, O She'eni Nichnas Lebayis Zeh, Va'amr, Va'amr Lezeh. Or he said that he made a nether. I'm not going to walk into Ruben's house, but instead he said Shimon's house. Or She'eni Nehenelezeh. Or he said, I'm not going to get benefits from Ruben. Va'amr Lezeh, but he made a mistake. Or he thought, excuse me, he thought he wasn't going to get benefits from Ruben, but instead he said, I'm not going to get benefit from Ruben. So we'll say in all of these cases, the coming down in all these cases is you had Kavana for one thing, but you said something different. So what's the halacha? Lo Amar Klum, Achi Piv Belibo Shava. So we'll say the Bryce and I will say again, why is this Kashan Rabbi Meir? Because remember, a Stan Mishnah is Rabbi Meir. We normally assume that, that a Mishnah without a particular author is Rabbi Meir. So we're assuming the author of this particular Mishnah is Rabbi Meir. And therefore, Rabbi Meir is on record as saying what? That Lemaisa, when what you think conflicts with what you say, so we don't give primacy to what you say. We, we, we say that the whole thing is invalid. So you see over here that Rabbi Meir does say that we take into account what you think. So if that's the case, that Rabbi Meir does take into account what you think over here, why wouldn't Rabbi Meir take that into account of the ca- in the case of Mulan and Arelim as well? To which the Gemara says, you're right. Ela Amr Abaye, Reisha de Amr Simen Rishon Lemulin, Simen Shani Afli Arelim. So we'll say, listen to this. Sabaye wants to suggest the following. Remember, the Acherim gave two different cases. Case number one was Hiktim Mulim La Acherim. You you first you first have in mind for the Arelim for the Mulim, excuse me, and then the Arelim, carbon's good. Case number two was Arelim Lemulin, carbon is not good. So now comes along Abaye and says, I you're right, I have a different interpretation. Allah Amr Abaye, Reisha the Amr Simon Rishon Lemulin, Vishimanshini Af Liarelim. So the first case in the Mishnah Bosa is what? On the Bryce, I should say, is what? Is where I said, remember I said, there are two simonim in Shechita. Right? There's the Kana, there's the Kana and the Vesha. So there's the windpipe and the esophagus. So what happens? So the person says like this. When I shecht the first simon, so when I shecht the first, uh, when I shecht the Kana, so what happens? I have in mind for the Mulan. And when I shecht the Vesha, I'm going to have in mind for the Arelim. For the Arelim. Right? Also. Also, af, they, right, after the also for the Arelim. So the says, that case, the carbon is good. Why? Because so the first simon, obviously, you have in mind the mulin. You always have in mind the mulin. And what? The second simon, you also have in mind the mulin. It's just what? You're also including the Arelim, but the carbon is still good. Seifa, what was the second case? The Amr simon rishon liarelim. You're saying where the first simon is for the arelim, simon sheni lemulin, and now you're including the mulin in the second simon. Now what's the problem over here? The simon rishon halopasihi be mulin. The problem in this case also over here is what? That on the first simon, the mulin are not included at all, and because the mulin are not included at all, that's why the achirim will say that the carbon is not good. Rabbi Meir Lutame, and Rabbi Meir goes according to his reasoning, because he says, the Amar mefalgin bechati matir. So both sides, this is an interesting discussion, that if you have an avoda that is comprised of two parts, and you have wrongful intent for only one part of that particular avoda, can you go ahead and disqualify the carbon 
in the middle of that. Can you, you disqualify the carbon like that? So that's what it's called mefalgin. Mefalgin is pigol, right? Can you make pigol? Can you make pigol in the bechatsi matir, in the middle of something, a part of the sacrificial service that permits? Look at Rashi for just a moment. Yesh pigol. Rashi says, excuse me, go back to the previous one. Rabbi Meir, da'amar. It's actually very interesting. Bimenochos, says Rabbi Meir, in Meseches Menochos, mefaglin bechati matir. You can make something pigol in the middle of the service that permits. Disnan, pigel bekomets, velo belavona. Belavona, velo bekomets, kilomar chishev baktaras ha'echad, so we'll say, this is how I'm over here. So Karamincha has two primary parts. Number one is the Kmitza. Like I said, the Kmitza is where the Kohen goes in and takes his three fingers, right? And he scoops up the flower. He shaves off the additional part with his, with his pinky and his thumb. And that goes on the Mizbeach. There's also, that's, it's not a Pasha thing, by the way. You have to have good uh, Kohanic dexterity for that. The other part is the placing of the Lavona. Frankincense. They put Lavona on the Karwan. So we'll say both of those parts are necessary for the carbon mincha. So let's say the Kohen went ahead and had a machsheves pigul. He had in mind to eat the carbon mincha outside of the prescribed time during one part of that. So now he didn't, he didn't have machsheves pigul for the whole avoda. He just had it for part of the avoda. Rabbi Meir says that still disqualifies the carbon. And if you look at the next trash, it's yesh pigul b'machsheves chatsi matir v'hai chatsi matir d'shchita b'shnei simonim hu. So both say, so therefore, Rabbi Meir, so therefore, Abai wants to suggest that our Mishnah, in fact, again, and this fits in very nicely, actually, because if you go with the idea that Acherim is Rabbi Meir, so therefore, Rabbi Meir is going, is going according to his previously established reasoning. So Rabbi Meir will see like this. The case over here is where a person is shechting each simon with different kavanas. So if simon one is for mulin, and simon two is for mulin plus arelim, carbon is good. Why? Because you had kavana for the mulin throughout the entire carbon. The fact that you include the arelim afterwards is not going to be a problem. Case number two is where the mice, you go ahead and you have kavana for the arelim on simon one. And after the mulin, you also include the mulin in simon two. The problem over here is that when it comes to simon one, mulin were not included at all. So essentially what you have is you have part of the avoda that was done with erroneous intent. And Rabbi Meir is of the opinion that in order to disqualify a carbon, you don't have to do the entire avoda with bad intent, but even just doing part of the avoda with bad intent is enough to go out and be mafazo the carbon. Okay. Says the Mishnah. Another interesting case. So let's say a person goes ahead and shechts the carbon Pesach while there is still chametz. Now we'll discuss whose chametz we're talking about over here. But the point is when the carbon Pesach is shechted, there is still chametz in existence. Over below Sase, you violate a low Sase. And I will say, again, remember, this isn't leaving aside whatever prohibitions associated with possessing chametz after chaselz and Arab Pesach. That's not what he's talking about. That's not what the Mishra over here. The Mishra Samad over here, that if you go ahead and you go ahead and you shecht the carbon Pesach, you go ahead and you shecht the carbon Pesach on, excuse me, you shecht the carbon Pesach without getting rid of all of the chametz. So Allah said so there's a lav. We'll see what the lav is in the, in the Gemara. So uh, over below Sasei, Rabbi Huda Rabbi Huda says, Af HaTamid. I will say, interesting enough, Rabbi Huda says that on Erev Pesach, by the time you shecht the Tamid, Chametz must be gone as well. Look at Rashi. Af HaTamid, Shabbain Arbaim, it would be afternoon Tamid. The Erev Pesach, Shashach to Allah Chametz, V'taymo Yalif Pigimara. So we'll see why this is. Fine. Rabbi, Shim, Rabbi Huda Omer Af HaTamid. Rabbi Shimon Omer, Rabbi Shimon says, HaPesach Ba'arba'asal Shmo 
Chayiv. So Shimon says like this. Well, it depends. If you still have Chametz, if you shech the Karban Pesach on the 14th Lishmo, meaning for the sake of Pesach, and you shech it while there's still Chametz, then Enochinami, you're Chayiv, you violated a lav. Vishalol Lishmo, however, if you shech the Karban Pesach on Erev Pesach, and you didn't do it Lishen Karban Pesach, and about say as much as you didn't do the right thing by Pesach, but what? You will have not violated a lav for possessing Chametz, right? You've saved yourself some losses. True. All right, so the, look at Rashi for just a moment. L'shmo chayiv, mishum lo tishchat al chametz de Pesach. Excuse me, mishum lo tishchat al chametz de Pesach kosher hu, ushchita ru'uyuhu, vishalo l'shmo pazer, de pasal hu, ushchita she'ena ru'uya lav shmei shchita. So both say, Rabbi Shimon will say that, remember, we've already seen that if you shech the current Pesach, l'shem another carbon, the Yisrael will say, for other kabbalas, if you shech them for the wrong intent, it can always become a shlamin. That does not work for Pesach, as we've seen already a number of different times. But Lamaisa, what you lose out on the Pesach, and it also will prevent you, it also will exempt you from being higher for shechting the Karim Pesach while there's still chametz. Usha'ar and back to the Mishnah. And when it comes to all other karbanos, Bein Lishman, Ubein Shalol Lishman Potter. So Bishimin's position is when it comes to all other karbanos, whether you shafted them for the specific intent or not for the specific intent, if there is still chametz in existence at the time that you shaft these karbanos, you are not chayiv malchus. Ubemoi, and again, when you shaft the karban during Yom Tov itself, Rashi says, besocha Pesach, right? Now, if you shaft the karban during Pesach itself, im ubemoid lishmo pater, shalo lishmo chayiv. So if you shaft the karban on Pesach itself or during Chalamoi, if you do the carbon for its for lishmo, then you're potter. Shelo lishmo, you're chayiv. Look at Rashi for just a moment over here. Ubemoid Rashi says b'socha pesach im shachto lishmo im shachto im excuse me im lishmo shachto lepesach al chametz potter milos tishchat the pesach shelo bezmano lishmo potzol the havel shchidah shein rabbos. Well, say again, it's actually interesting. So if during Pesach itself, you shecht another carbon Pesach. So as you all said, there's no carbon Pesach during Pesach. It's only Arab Pesach. So Lemaissa, your potter. Now, meaning your potter for possessing chametz during that time because it's not a Pesach. Shalolishmo, but Lemaissa, if you shechted that carbon during Pesach, not for its own sake, i.e. for shlamim, then you're chayiv. Then you're chayiv. And Rashi points out over your chayiv, the lahachi koi, because again, this is a fit carbon, the havile shechita ru'uya, the chayiv mishum lo tishchat, bahadi lav, the lo yira'e, the lo yimatze, ika malchus nami tishchita. Okay, so we'll see that if you shet, according to Rishim, it's actually interesting that the prohibition, although we've seen this a little bit before already, because Rabbi Huda said it applies by the Talmud, but apparently the concept of shechting karbonos on Pesach, while there is still chametz, seems to be prohibited. Pesach has an explicit lav, as we'll say, but apparently it applies to other karbonos as well. Okay. The exception to this will be a carbon chatos that was shechted shalol lishma. That apparently if you shechted a chatos shalol lishma and there is chametz, you will not be chayiv. Look at Rashi. Rashi says, Chutz min ha-chatos shechted shalol lishma zipsulahi. Because we'll see later on that a chatos that was shechted for a different intent, in fact, is possible. Kedisnan bezevachim chutz min ha-pesach v'achatos v'taima mishum d'chsid b'shchita chatos. 
Okay, so also we'll see why, but Lemaisa, it seems to be that because if a chatas that's not shechta the shem chatas is not a valid carbon, therefore by de- so here here here's the theme of here's the, seems to be the theme of the Mishnah that whenever the carbon is valid, there's a prohibition for shechting it when there's chametz in existence. If the carbon is not valid, meaning so therefore it's not really a real shechita, it's not really a real carbon, then you won't be high for the existence of chametz at the time of sacrifice. Fine. Set. It could be anyone. Or do I do it? Huh? Huh? It could be anyone. Shechita doesn't have to be done by a kohen. Shechita is it's the one part of the avoda that is kosher with a non kohen. Yeah, it's the one one. Now again, that's true for regular kavanos. The, the, obviously, you know when they have, let's say, the bird, the bird offering, so the chatas, that's done by the kohen. That has to be done by the kohen because that's the malika. But otherwise, shechita is kosher of the zar. Absolutely. Have to be done by the coin. That is correct. Now again, I don't know historically. I don't know historically. I'm sorry. You can't get no, no. But remember, you don't have to because they shechted the animals outside by the outer mizbeach. That's where they had the rings. So anyone could do the shechita. Historically, I don't know what actually happened. Was it more common for the kohanim to do it? Was it more common for the owners to do it? I, I don't know. Right. So the right. So the the gemara the gemara is. The Gemara doesn't entertain it because the truth is, the truth is for these halachas it doesn't really even matter. But technically for shechita, for sh- right. So correct. It, when the shechita takes effect, correct, correct. You are hundred percent. Yes, it, it can, it's it's confusing. That I will affirm that. Yes, but uh, but the mice of the shechita can be done by a coin or by a non coin, either one. hundred percent, hundred percent, right? So you you don't you not only have conflicting thoughts, but you have conflicting thoughts by different people, right? Enochinami, says the Gemara. Now, I will tell you, I will tell you that I would assume for Karim Pesach, the most common thing was that the owner shechted it, simply because of the sheer volume. There were too many Karbanos there for the Kohanim to, to I, 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 I think, again, it's just, just my, my, my conjecture, I'm sorry. And you get tired, I'm saying, even though all the Kohanim were on duty on Ere Pesach, it, it's, it's just the sheer volume of everybody bringing their Karbanos must have had people doing their own shechitos. So it says the Gimar. So here's what we started with. We started with that Lemaisa, if you shut your carbon Pesach, and there is Chametz in existence, that Lemaisa that compromises the carbon. Now the Gemara says, okay, who has the Chametz? Who has the Chametz? So the Gemara says, you're only Chayiv if either, again, the person who's shechting it, the person who's doing the zrika. So now again, as Mr. Mar just mentioned before, this could be two different people because the shochet could be the owner, the zorik could be the kohen, right? Or one of the members of the chabura. So also essentially, the gemara thing over here is that lemaisa is that lemaisa the chametz only compromises the carbon if what if it belongs to somebody who's associated with the carbon. 
whether you are the person who's shechting it, whether you're the coin who's going to do the avod, or whether you're one of the members of the chabura, if one of those people has chametz, it compromises the carbon. Because the coin has to fill the void. Correct, correct. Coin has to do everything after shechita. So the gemara says va'at imo ba'azara, and not only that, but the chametz also the house has to be a proximity that the chametz has to be present where the carbon is being offered as well. Imo ba'azara. Imo ba'azara literally means within the courtyard of the Beit HaMikdash. We'll see if that's a literal statement or not. Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan says, Rabbi Yochanan says, no, no, no. It, 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 the, the issue over here is ownership. The issue is not proximity. So even if Lamaisa, the chametz is not with you, as long as the chametz is, as long as the chametz is, is in um, as long as the chametz is within as long as sorry as long as the chametz is owned by one of the members of of the chabura or somebody associated with the carbon that is enough to go ahead and disqualify the carbon. So what are they arguing about? So we'll say here you have so again ju- just to clarify you have Rabbi Shimon Rabbi Shlakish saying. That yeah, everybody agrees that the cha- oh, it's only chametz that's owned by someone who's associated with the carbon that disqualifies the carbon. But whereas Reish Lakish says the chametz has to be right there with us, right there with the person, the Biochanan says no, it doesn't have to be. So the of my kamiflagi, ilema baal b'samuch kamiflagi. So I'll say maybe you're gonna say like this. The Torah says lo sishchat al chametz dam zivchi. You can't go ahead and shech the carbon pesach al chametz. So maybe the machlokis is what does al mean? Does al mean ilema baal besamuch kamiflagi? Does al mean does al mean just possession, right, existence, or does al mean samuch? Does al mean does al mean proximity as well? So Rabbi Shimon savar al besamuch. Rabbi Shimon holds that lamaisa al doesn't just mean that you own it, but al also means samuch. It also means that lamaisa. That Lamaisa the Chomitz is next to you. Rabbi Yochanan, so Rabbi Yochanan says, Lo ba'inar b'samach. And Rabbi Yochanan says, No, Al does not mean b'samach. Al, you don't have to have it with you. So Gemara says, One second. Vaha ifli guba chad zinma. Rabbi Yochanan says, If the machlokis is on the meaning of the word Al, does Al mean proximity or not? We've already had that machlokis already. Where did we have that machlokis? This nan hashochet toda lifnim. So let's say if a person shechs the carbon toda, and remember one of the interesting things about, about the about the carbon toda is that there are forty loaves, right? Lachme toda that come along with the toda. So let's say now I shech the toda inside the base hamikdash, and what happens? But the loaves are not with me. The loaves are outside of the walls. So what happens? Lo kidesh halechem, the bread does not become sanctified. If the bread is outside the walls, it doesn't become sanctified. My chutz lechoma. What does it mean outside of the walls? Rabbi Yochanan Amar chutz lechomat beis pagi. It refers to outside of the walls of the home of pagi. Beis pagi. Look at Rashi. Beis pagi. Hainu mokom chitzon shebirshan. Apparently, again, the pagi household was the last home on the border of Yerushalayim. Hasam hu de chutz lechomat beis pagi chutz Yerushalayim hu. So, listen to this. 
So the wants to just like this. Rabbi Yochanan will say, Chutz Lechomas Beis Pagi. What does that mean? Chutz Lechomas Beis Pagi is essentially what? Outside of Yerushalayim. So if the loaves are outside of Yerushalayim at the time of the Shechita of the Toda, then the loaves will not be sanctified. Aval Chutz Lechomas Ta'azara, Kaddish. But Rabbi will say, the loaves can be what? The loaves can be outside of the walls of the Beis Hamikdash. It's just what? They need to be within Yerushalayim itself. Now, why within Yerushalayim? Because remember, Rabbi will Kachim Kalim, which are carbonates of lesser sanctity, can be consumed anywhere in Yerushalayim. So as long as those loaves are within Yerushalayim, they become sanctified as part of the Toda. The ba'inan al besamuch. And therefore, again, even though the Torah says al, al doesn't require that the loaves literally be right in close proximity to the carbon itself. That's Rabbi Yochanan. Rabbi Shun ben Rabbi ben says, no, afilu chutz l'chomas azara lo kaddish. Rabbi says, that if the loaves are outside, even of the walls of the Beis HaMikdash, then what? They do not become sanctified or consecrated. Alma ba'inan al b'samoch. What do we see from the Rabbah's sign? We see from here that Rish Lakish holds that al literally means proximity. So we'll say, so therefore what the Gemara is suggesting over here is, don't tell me that the Machlok Yassin Rabbi Yochan Rish Lakish is on Haradarshan the al in Lo Tishchat al-Chamed Zamzibchi. Why? Because we've already had that machlokis stated once before. Why do you have to state it again? Ella, the hasra'as safek comes to be. Rather, what are they arguing about? In the case of hasra'as safek. So I'll say, look at Rashi just a moment. Basra'as safek, kamiflagi, the malchus lesa, ella basra. Now remember, in general, you can't give someone malchus unless, of course, you first warn them. And what happens? Not only that, vichi masrinan beilo, sishchat ala chametz. So listen to this. So what's the issue? The issue is that in order to give Malchus, we have to tell the guys about the Sheikh the carbon what? Make sure you don't have any Chomets. Because if you have any Chomets, then what? You're going to get Malchus for Sheikh the carbon Pesach when there's Chomets. And if any of the members of, any members of your Chabura. What's the problem? This is not a real Hasra. Why is it not a real Hasra? Because I don't know if he has chametz or not. I don't know. It's Again, obviously, if I see that he has his donut in his hands and he's about to shut the Quran Pesach, okay, I could give him hasra asvadai. But the assumption over here is I don't know if he has chametz or not. So when I give him a hasra, it's not a definitive hasra. It's not a hasra asafik, so the Gemara says. So maybe that's the machlokas that Rabbi Yochanan holds that hasra, excuse me, Reish Lakish holds that hasra asafik is shma asra. And Rabbi Yochanan holds that it's not. So the Gemara says, but one second. The Gemara says, But they already argued about this point once before. The Itmar, So we'll say, if a person makes a Shavuah, and he says, that I'm going to eat this loaf today, and the day goes by, and what? And he doesn't eat the loaf. Rabbi Yochanan Rishlakish, Zmachlokis, Excuse me. Rabbi Yochanan Rishlakish, Tarmi Tarvahu, Enaloka. Rabbi Yochanan Rishlakish both hold that he doesn't get Malkus, but for different reasons. Rabbi Yochanan Amar Enaloka, Mishum Dahavi Lav Shein Bomaisa. So also Rabbi Yochanan holds that you don't get Malkus. Why? Because you can only get Malkus for the commission of an act. This is a passive act. I didn't eat, yes, I violated my Shvua, but I violated my Shvua through passivity, not through activity. And Rabbi Yochanan holds you can't get Machlo, you can't get Malkus. Through a passive act. Any passive act you don't get Malchus for. Aval, Hasra'at Safek Shema Asra, but Hasra'at is good. And I will say, why is it Hasra'at Safek? 
Because what happens? So Ruvain makes the Shvua. I tell Ruvain, you better fulfill your Shvua. You're going to get Malchus. Now, why is that Asra Safek? Because Ruvain still has time. Right? Ruvain could decide to eat that loaf at the very last moment of the day. So that Lemaisa, when I give him Hasra, it's Asra Safek. Because again, I can't, I'm not, we're assuming I'm not giving him Asra at the very last moment of the day. So anytime after my Asra, there's still the possibility for him to fulfill the Shvua. For Reb Shimon Lokish, Reb Shimon Lokish, Reish Lakish also agrees that Lamaisi don't get Malkus, but for a different reason. Mishum dahavi lehasra sofik. Because Reish Lakish says you don't get Malkus. Why? Because it's hasra sofik. Vahasra's sofik lo shma hasra. A doubtful hasra is not called hasra. Avalav she'en bo ma'isa. But according to Reish Lakish, even if you have a passive love, lo kina love, you do get Malkus. So we'll say again. So what the Gemara is suggesting over here is. It can't be that they're arguing about Hasra Safek. Why? Because Hasra, because again, they've already argued once before about Hasra Safek. To which the Gemara says, Amri the Olam Ba'al Samach Kamech Lagi. In reality, we'll go back to what we said before. They are arguing about the definition of the word Al. Does Al require, does Al require proximity or not? So the Gemara says, Utsricha. Ay, but what about the fact that we said before that Lamaisa, they already argued about the Al Bissamach? Because the Gemara says that if Lamaisa, they were just arguing about Chametz, so I'm at a thought that the reason that Rabbi Yochanan holds that Lamaisa you require, excuse me, that you don't require proximity is because Chametz is Aser. And wherever Isser is, it is. You don't require, you, as, meaning the fact that it exists is enough, and it doesn't require proximity. But in terms of sanctifying the loaves of the Toda, they can only be sanctified if what? If there's real proximity. I might say that he would agree with that you require proximity. If the loaves are within the Mikdash, then they're Kodesh. Ilo, lo Kodesh. And if not, they're not Kodesh. Midi dahavi aklisharis. Because we'll say they're no different than a kli- What does it mean, no different than a klisharis? We'll say klisharis is a utensil used in the Avoda. And, and remember, it's the klisharis that ultimately is Mikdash, the items for sacrificial use. So when does an item become Kodesh? Only when it's in the klisharis. So just like only when only, just like the object only becomes kodesh when it's in the klisharis, so to what I might have said that even Rabbi Yochanan would agree that lemaisa the lachne told to only become kodesh when they're in the with, with, when they're within the walls of the base of mikdash as well. Bahach ka'amar, excuse me, tzitricha, and therefore I need both cases. mikdash lechem, and if the Gemara would have just taught me about the case of mikdash lechem, the lachne told to have I mean I might have thought. That's when Shlokish holds that Al means proximity. And in order for the loaves to be Kodesh, they must be within the walls of the Beis HaMikdash. If the loaves are on the inside, then they're Kodesh. And if not, they're not. When it comes to Chomets, I might have thought when it comes to Chomets, that in order for the carbon to be compromised, the chametz need not be in the proximity of the base of mikdash, but chametz anywhere would compromise the carbon. because it's utter, and wherever the chametz is, it is. 
Therefore, Tricha. Therefore, I both say the Maisa. Again, both cases, both, therefore, the cases essentially are dissimilar. So, the way the Gemara seems to be ending off over here is that the Machlokis of Yochanan and Reish Lakish is in the case ultimately of how you dash in the word al. Because lo sishchat al chametz dam you can't shak the Quran back with the word, uh, with, excuse me, with, with chametz in existence. So, what does the word al mean? So, Yochanan will say that al means proximity. Al meaning literally, the chametz is right there. It's in the base I make dash with you. Whereas Reish Lakish holds that, no, Al just means what? Existence. But Al does not mean proximity. And even though they've argued about the definition of the word Al earlier by, by the Todalov, the, to, the, lo, the Toda case is dissimilar than the Chametz case, and therefore the Maish the Machlokis must come up in both cases. Fine. Says the Gimara. Bo'minei Rav Oshia me Rabbi Ami. So Rav Oshia asked the following question for Rabbi Ami. Eino l'shochet so I'll say, what happens if it's not the person who shecht in the carbon who has the chametz, but what? It's one of the members of the chabura, one of the members of the group. So then, what's what's the impact of that? Does the pasuk says you? Does the pasuk say you should not shecht the carbon on your chametz? No. What does the pasuk say? You shouldn't shek when there's chametz in existence, which indicates that what? That even if the chametz is not yours, but it belongs to one of the members of your chabura, then lemaisa again, it's still you're still in violation. So the Gemara says, I'm sorry, so one second, if that's the case, that it doesn't have to be my chametz, so maybe if someone owns chametz literally at the other end of the world. So, that, so now, any member of Klal Yisrael that possesses chametz at the time when I'm shechting my carbon shouldn't validate my carbon. To which it says, no, no, no. Let's understand. Amr le, Amr kra, lo sishchat velo yolim. So remember again, the, the Pasuk equates, equates, it says, you shall not shech the carbon face out velo yolim. Lo yolim means what? That you can't leave over the Pesach until morning. So the Torah, the Pasuk links these two concepts to teach us. Lo sishchat al chametz hanach v'kaimi ale mishum lo yolim. You shouldn't shecht the carbon Pesach while one of the people who will be in violation for leaving the carbon over until the next morning still has chametz. Who's one of the people who has responsibility for not leaving over the, chametz, the, the Pesach until the next morning? One of the members of the Chabura. So here the Torah tells us that the, the only the, the chametz you have to be worried about is the chametz associated with the Pesach itself, which is one of the members of the Chabura. Amar Papa, therefore Papa says, or Papa says, therefore, Hilchach, Kohen hamaktir esachelev, over below sa'ase, hoil v'yeshno bechlal halonas imurim. Therefore, we'll say, interestingly enough, the Kohen who burns the fats of the carbon Pesach on the Mizbeach, if he possesses, if he possesses chametz, he could also go ahead and create the problem. He will also be in violation. Remember, we'll say, again, I want to be clear. This is one of these cases, possession of chametz over here does not invalidate the carbon. It just creates a lot. It creates a prohibition. So what the now is suggesting is the Kohen, who's going to burn the fats, if he possesses chametz at the time when he's doing that, he also creates a prohibition. Why? 
because he's bichlal bal yolim, because he's also included in the prohibition of leaving over until the next morning. What, what, now again, the koi is not part of my chavuri, he's not eating my karm pesach with me, but what? But remember, he's also not allowed to leave over the fast until the next morning. So now, we, what we just established, the Gemara said, is that it's ever subject to the prohibition of bal yolim, of leaving over until the morning, is also, is also can't own chametz at the time of the karban. So therefore, again, if this, this coin is subject to Baal Yolim, if he goes out and possesses Chomets, will also be in violation of Allah. Tanya Kava Seydirah We have a bright that supports Rav Papa. Hashochet Esa Pesach Al Chomets Over below Sase. If a person shechs the Karim Pesach with Chomets, you're over in Allah. Eimosai, when is that true? Bizman Shul Shochet O Lezorek O Lechad Bebneach Habura. When is that true? It's only if the person who's shechting the carbon, the person who's sprinkling the blood, i.e. the coin, or one of the members of the chabura, i.e. someone associated with the carbon, if they go ahead and have chametz at the time of the shechita, or at the time of the, of the carbon, so there's a lot of However, again, if someone on the end, on the, on the, at the other end of the world has chametz at the time when I'm doing my carbon, I don't worry about that. The echad hashochet the echad hazorik, the echad hamaktir chayiv, and the person who goes out and shechts the carbon, or sprinkles the blood, or burns the fat on the mizbeach. If any of these people have chametz at the time of the shechita of the pesach, then lemaitz again they're going to be chayiv. Aval hamolek es ta'of ba'arbaasar eina over below klum. If one does malika on a chatas ta'of, right? Malika we spoke about before is the process of where they, you know, they, they get off the head of the bird with the thumbnail. So if, if you do malika and there is chametz, so again, there's no liability for that. We'll stop over here. We'll pick up with this case in Mir Hashem tomorrow.